What's up, what's up, and welcome to Diary of a Brooklyn Chick. It is Anita, and welcome back to my podcast. As you all know, I am in my early 30s. I'm 31, and I'll be turning 32 at the end of the year. So I'm still adjusting to writing 31 on any and all official documents. I swear, it seemed like once I turned 21, every year after that flew by, and then I was approaching the big 3-0. Did I freak out a little bit about turning 30? Yes, of course. I quickly thought to myself, oh, okay, I need to get my life together and have everything figured out before turning 30. No games to still be played now because I'm turning 30. I need to settle down, have my career, get ready for children. I even compare myself to my parents at my age who were married, set in their careers, and had a child by 30. I was nowhere near those benchmarks. I realized that the plans that I had for my life weren't going exactly as I envisioned. I had just experienced a bad breakup, I wasn't happy with my career, and I was not married to Michael B. Jordan yet. But no, seriously. I learned that it is okay to not have it all figured out because... You're still learning and growing at 30. So I wanted to do this episode to help other ladies approaching 30 and those that are in their 30s with some of the things that I learned and some of the things that my friends who are in their 30s learned too. Please help me welcome my friend Deirdre to the show. She's been a big sister to me since we've met and she gives me great advice and she has a wealth of knowledge about life that we all can learn from. Welcome to the show, Deirdre. Hey, girl. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for having me as a guest today, Anissa. Oh, thank you for being here. Um, So this show is about 30 things every woman should know in her 30s. And I honestly wish I had this list before turning 30. So I know I prepared 15 things and you prepared 15 things. So I'm really excited about getting into this list. And yeah. I definitely wish I had this list in my 20s. As I'm nearing the big 4-0, sometimes I feel like I'm behind. And Well, I know life is not a race. I think on some level, we all have these ideas about where we should be at certain points in our life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those ideas can feel like a lot of pressure. But I think today's topic just prepares you for adulthood overall. And I'm happy to have the opportunity to share some of the things I wish I knew before I turned this good old 36. (laughs) Me too, girl. I'm like still learning stuff in my 30s. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Oh, you can go first. Okay. (laughs) So one of the first things on my list is um, that it is okay to not have it all together. We are all works in progress and we grow through what we go through. And you just have to make a plan and work on it consistently, you know, set goals and just work hard every day to achieve what you want out of life. Uh, Since we are talking about goals, one of the things that I want to do is to make smart goals. And that just means your goals have to be like specific to exactly what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to give it some type of way to be able to like measure whether or not you reached your goal. They should definitely be attainable. Like, don't go out there making crazy goals. Like, I want to lose 30 pounds in one month. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I know sometimes, you know, when you first start making goals, we usually go overboard because we're, oh, yeah. like, so hyped about it. Um, and then you have to, like, give them a time constraint. So uh, one of the things I do every year on New Year's uh, Day is I make my SMART goals for the year. So definitely uh, making goals to help you kind of organize what you want to do for the year is something you should definitely get into. I like that. I do something similar every New Year, before the New Year comes in, I do like a list of uh, things I want to achieve for that year, which is similar to your SMART goals. Um, And then this year I changed it and did a vision board. 
um, instead of writing down a list of everything I wanted to have in the new year or everything I wanted to get rid of in the old year. So that's really dope that that aligns with that. Uh, my second one, to love yourself and accept that not everyone is going to like you and that is okay. This is something that I've been personally dealing with, learning to love me and accept me fully. Um, learning that it's okay to not be liked and you don't have to compromise yourself just to be accepted by others. You know, they hated on Jesus too, so let them hate if they want to hate. Go ahead. Let them hate. Haters gonna be haters. Exactly. Um, it's funny that you say that because I too had, you have to love yourself, but mm-hmm. mine's was taking Mike from a different angle. You have to love yourself before you can love anyone else in a healthy way. And um, part of loving yourself is forgiving yourself. We all make mistakes. Sometimes we make poor decisions, but you have to love yourself enough to forgive yourself for everything. Oh yeah, that, that's a key. And I'm learning that. I'm learning how to like learn from, I think I have one on my list too about learning from my mistakes and stuff like that. But I totally agree with you, Deirdre. Um, my third one would be how to ask for what you want both in your work and personal life with confidence like do not dumb yourself down ask for what you want in your job of course within reason don't go out there being crazy and with your life you know be a boss ask not have not it's simple you know it's funny how our lists are so similar they're not exactly (laughs) the same but they're really similar and so i had um know how to ask for your worth at work Mm -hmm. and so Ideally, you should be bringing some type of value to your employer. So you shouldn't be afraid to ask for what you feel like you're worth. Mm -hmm. And if your employer isn't in agreement with your request, you know, you need to ask, what do I need to do to either get a raise or a bonus? And then do it. And then come back again and ask. And if they say no, uh, start looking for a new employer who will pay (laughs) you what you're worth. Don't quit until you have a new employer that will pay you what you're worth. Amen to that. Because I've made that mistake of like running out on jobs when I was just like fed up like eh. but luckily I had another one in place you know but like as you said do not jump out unless you have something lined up next because you don't want to be out here stranded granted I've done that before and by the grace of God you know I survived but you, you have to plan you are not lying about that yeah I mean these are all things that we've done like I, I you know it, life happens and you know situations happen but you have to plan like plan. <laughs> Don't be just and risking it. And sometimes your employer can actually be a jerk and you just might really want to be out that same day, oh, yeah. but don't do it. I had to do that one time with an employer and I had to leave like the same day, like mid-shift I had to leave because I was just, like, I'm not dealing with this. Like, I, like, I was like, I'm, I'm out. Yeah. It's a very bad experience. Um, my third one, this kind of aligns with like work and um, how learn how to do your taxes or have someone to do your taxes for you. Like me, I have an accountant that does my taxes. If you can afford to get someone to help you professionally, please do. If you can do it yourself, then go go for it too. But I, you know, for me, I have somebody that handles that for me because I'm just like, I ain't got the time. <laughs> so while I do my own taxes, I do not recommend that other people do it if you have no clue what you're doing. Exactly. But I just use like H&R Block and they like do a questionnaire to kind of help you step by step through it. But if you don't really know how to do taxes, you'll probably miss out on some of the like the returns you could get if you knew how to do taxes mm-hmm. because I have a pretty good understanding of it. Um, I never miss out on anything, but like she said, pay somebody like some, some things you just cannot teach yourself and it's just better to pay a professional to do it. <laughs> exactly. 
You don't want them IRS coming after you like, excuse me. You should go. <laughs> Those alphabet boys will come and snatch up everything. <laughs> uh, so for me, I said, know how to budget your money. And um, I found that to be really important because if you don't give your money a place to go, it will find its own place to go. And of course, as you become an adult, you usually have more financial responsibilities and you don't want to be living like paycheck from paycheck to paycheck. So you really should know how to create a budget for your paycheck and then spend accordingly. I like that. That falls right in line with my fifth one. How to manage your money. Like having an emergency fund. Get your money straight. Know how to save and invest. I came into a nice chunk of change when I was 18 and I wish I would have invested more. But, you know, I was instead buying unnecessary things like sneakers and game systems and treating my friends and family. And I should have been really investing in stocks. And I could have had a nice portfolio by now. Portfolio by now. But, you know what? That's neither here nor there. Those are all lessons that I'm learning. And, you know, it's, yeah. Kind of mad about and that, I, though. You're absolutely right. <laughs> when I think about, like, my college debt and some of those nice refund checks that I was getting and the foolishness I spent them on, wow. I absolutely agree with you. Like, I could have been flipping that money into making more money, but I was out here buying foolishness. Exactly. Like, I'm like, I don't even have some of the friends I treated back in the day. And I'm like, I can still have my money. Girl, I can't even fit some of those clothes I bought back in the day. But yes, definitely budget and have spend your money wisely for sure. Uh, So that leads on to my next one. Know how to get a copy of your credit report and know how to read it. So you can get a free copy of your credit report at annualcreditreport.com. And you need to know how to read it. Like you need to be able to go over it, see if anything on there is incorrect and how to dispute with um, credit companies so that they can fix it because your credit is really important. And I think uh, when I was younger, I had absolutely no understanding of credit. But when you want to buy like a car or even a home, mm-hmm. like that is what's going to get you in there and that's what's going to get you the best interest rate. So it's really important to uh, know your credit health and know your credit score. Definitely, for sure. Because little, I have credit karma like monitoring mine. And I'm like, every little thing that they send me, like, messages, I'm like, wait, what's that? And sometimes it's just, like, a, just a random message that they send me, but I'm so, like, on it. Like, what happened? What changed? What, you know? That's super important because good credit is, you need to have good credit. That's just, yeah. And I, identity theft is a real thing. And, and so. I've had it happen to me. So I'm, like, very, like, very keen on looking at that and making sure there's no random stuff on my report or stuff like that. So trust me. Yes. Look into that. That is so, like, so, so, so very important. Um, which leads to my second, my sixth one, how to be comfortable with failure. This is something I am dealing with now. I hate failing, but I'm learning to see failure be for growth and learning. Like if I don't succeed now, I will eventually, but it's definitely something that I've been battling with for years because you know, that, that fire sign in me, like, I just don't, I like to be a perfectionist sometimes. So like, Mm -hmm. I'm learning to embrace it. So, you know, embracing failure. And I, I really think as a fire sign myself, that is something mm-hmm. hard to do because I, I think we like really try our best to put our best foot forward. So yep. sometimes when those things that you're really working for don't come to fruition, it can be like really hard because you know you worked hard for it. But like you said, sometimes everything we do is not going to be a win. So you yep. gotta 
take that failure like a champ. Exactly. Uh, so, so this leads me to my next one. Um, never stop learning and invest in yourself. If there's something that you want to learn, you can search for resu- free resources or some resources may cost you a few coins, mm-hmm. but you are your best investment and you really should invest in the things that you love, the things that you want to learn because no one can take your knowledge away from you. So that's, Amen. I think, investing in yourself is like the best investment you can make. Exactly. They can't come back and get your degree once you earned it or whatever you learned. And especially for me, like during this quarantine, like I've done so many different cert- uh, certifications um, to add to my resume and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, let's build this up. So yes, definitely. I never, like lifelong, lifelong learning is my thing. Exactly. And you got to make yourself marketable. So, mm-hmm. you know, the more value you, that you add to yourself, the more value you add to like whatever your endeavors are. I exactly. Agree. Especially as black women and a feel that, you know, typically, you know, we don't see a lot of us. The best, the better and the more things you can have that makes you stand out is, is to your benefit for sure. Yeah, you absolutely. Um, my seventh one. <laughs> Uh, to stop comparing to others. Like, love who you are. You are uniquely and wonderfully made. No one is you, and that is your superpower. Remember, when you were comparing yourself to someone else, you were looking, you were only seeing half of the story. You don't know the full story of what's going on with that person. I mean, that's true. Like, uh, you know, I think definitely Instagram is a big culprit where people see, like, <laughs> these beautiful lives being lived and these mm-hmm. beautiful vacations and these beautiful relationships but you don't know what's going on behind those closed doors and you definitely don't know what they had to even do to get there like sometimes exactly. that walk people had to take to get to where they are is really hard and it's probably not a walk you even want to try to do so mm-hmm. I definitely agree with you so that moves me on to don't stay in any relationship that does not make you feel good about yourself. This goes for friendships, romantic relationships, and even familial relationships. Like, don't put yourself around people who only criticize you and put you down. Now, hold on. You have to understand <laughs> that everyone is not being a hater. And sometimes we do have some needs, we need things we need to correct in our own lives. But you should be able to tell the difference between when somebody is giving you like good feedback to better yourself and when somebody is just trying to break you down. So true. That falls right in line with my one. So like I have this one, um, to know your worth in all relationships. We are queens. We don't lower our you don't lower yourself or your standards for anything or anyone, especially not for someone's dusty son. Who doesn't see or honor your worth and that goes for friendship too if your friends are not valuing you or not honoring your worth like you have to sometimes be okay with letting them go like bye it's quality over quantity that's my uh, you definitely have to uh that's like uh somebody asked me like a few weeks ago you know like you don't look 36 how do you keep yourself looking so young and i said you know i don't be letting people with nappy heads and stress me out <laughs> i love that yes i agree and- and it sounds like a joke, but just in general, stress can, stress ages you, stress can kill you. Like, you gotta know when to, and it just doesn't have to be somebody's dusty son, it could be your dusty cousin. <laughs> you just gotta let, know how to, like, separate yourself from uh, things that really don't do you any good. Or don't serve you or your purpose. I'm like, that's something I've been embracing now that I'm, like, 
getting older, I'm just like, I this no longer serves me. I am above it now. Like, if this, I'm like learning this. I'm not gonna go back and forth. I'm not arguing with you. I'm not trying to lose my edges. No, we don't have time for that. It, it is above me now. <laughs> exactly. It, it, exactly. You're not serving my purpose. You're not. You're you're subtracting from my life. You're not adding. You can go. Bye. Exactly. So that leads me on to my next one of dating yourself. So I believe that, you know, at some point, any point in your life, you really should take some time out um, to date yourself. And that's kind of what I took time out to do last year after my divorce, like learn myself without anybody else and the things I really love to do. Mm -hmm. And by like dating yourself, you set the standard for any person that you decide that you want to date. You're setting the standard for yourself. So, you know, if I'll treat myself this way, I shouldn't accept anybody else treating me any less. So I really think it's important to date yourself. For sure. That is that is one of the things I'm working on. Um, and that, that goes, it falls so in line with one of mine, um, one of the things on my list that says like, that it's okay to do things alone. As an only child, you know, I've done a lot of things on my own. But sometimes I'd rather have company, but I don't mind being alone, but I'm going to this year, once America opens back up and stuff, I'm going to do more stuff by myself because sometimes when you're waiting for others to join you, it can really hold you back or hinder you and you can miss opportunities. And I know in my past, I've missed a lot of opportunities waiting for other people to come along with me. Sometimes you got to take yeah. a journey on your own. So that that's yeah. one thing I'm going to work on. Like I've, I've never been to a movie by myself. Um, I'm still kind of apprehensive about that, but I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. You know, it's good to try new things. I'm gonna, I'm definitely I, gonna try it. You definitely should. I think like going to the movies by myself is one of my favorite hobbies because okay. I really love movies, and you know, I just get tired of asking people to go and then missing out on seeing a movie. Like I definitely prefer seeing movies in movie theaters. You know, yeah. if if outside ever opens back up and we can go into <laughs> new movie theaters, I, I'm looking forward to that. Okay. See me too. Like I. Honestly, I'm also like, I know they were talking about drive-ins, but I'm like, well, where are these drive-in movie theaters? Because I have like a 1950s Greece fantasy. So like, I want to go to a drive-in movie. But I wouldn't go by myself. I would go with somebody. But I'm like, yeah. if America does open back up, you know. I'm going to work. I definitely it's going to be a work. It is. Um, so for my next one is uh, having a sense of discernment and knowing how mm. to trust your gut. Like, mm. I know oftentimes that... Uh, Sometimes we may feel like, no, I'm just being paranoid or things like that. But no, we all have this like innate ability to be able to tell when something is just not right or something doesn't feel right. And I really think that you have to learn how to trust your own discernment and trust your gut because we just know like there's something about you that just will always know and you have mm -hmm. to learn to trust it. That falls in line with my like. There's so many things that I've got red flags on, but me being stubborn sometimes, it's like, oh no, I'm just gonna like, no, it's nothing. And that falls into my, to my principle with how to say no. This is something that I struggle with. Um, I'm always trying to help someone. I'm learning now to say no and being okay with saying no. Like, cause I've oftentimes like overextended myself to the point where it's been so draining. And you have to be like, no, no, I can't, no, I won't. Um, yeah, that's something I'm working on. So that falls right in line with that. Like, be okay with the no. Be okay with the no. And this moves on to my money note. Do not co-sign for nobody. Not your mama, not your father, not your cousin boo-boo, not for your <laughs> damn man. Look, I am speaking from experience. I did it. 
I have had others co-sign for me. And the fact of the matter is, if someone needs you to co-sign, it's because they are not managing their own money and credit well. So you're going to let them mess up your credit too? You're going to let them mess up your money too? If you absolutely have to do it, you know, because sometimes you really just do feel like you need to help a family member or a friend, they need to give you the monthly payment so that you can be sure you definitely need to get this agreement in writing. No one wants to have to take a family or friend to court, but your credit is important and you shouldn't just let anybody jack it up. Amen. Preach to that. And like definitely get it in writing because people are like, oh, you didn't tell me. No, no, no. We have it in writing. This is going to hold yeah. up. Like, a fool will be like, I thought this was a gift. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. There's a difference between borrowing and a gift. And that's like some people try to differentiate. They don't know how to differentiate between the two. There's a major difference. You know. Major. Mm-hmm. Major. Um, which leads me to my next one, which goes the importance of health, self-care, and skincare. Health is super important. Get your checkups re- um, done routinely. Eat right, work out if you can, take care of you first, make time for self-care, whatever that may be for you or whatever that may look like for you, and skincare. They, you know, they say black don't crack, but please use SPF in your daily routine and take care of your skin because you want to like preserve that melanin, you want to look good. Just do, do the most for you. Like live your best life. And I think in order to have a best life and to live your best life, you need to take care of your health first. Yes, moisturize that skin, ladies. Moisturize. So that that leads me on to checking your boobies. It is one of your best defenses against breast cancer to know how your breast normally feels. So when you do your checks, you can quickly identify if something feels off. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's a thing that you know most of us don't necessarily think about, uh, but it's really important to know and to do. And I mean, if you just want to make it a little bit interesting, you can have your man check your boobies for you. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's just really important to check your boobies. It is. Oh, and also check your love below too. That is also important. Take care of your love below because you know, make sure your pH balance is in order and all that stuff is working down there properly. Which leads to my next one, which kind of goes into this. Um, <laughs> How to ask for what you want in bed. Ask not, have not. If you don't ask, you won't receive. No one wants a boring partner in bed. So you ask for what you want. Or you even show them what you want. Uh, Closed mouths don't get fed. (laughs) And you you should not be at the table feeding others and not being fed back. So I absolutely agree. You know, if you have the right partner, they won't take it the wrong way. They'll like want to make you happy as well. So, you know, they should take it the right way and be like, okay, I got you. Exactly. It's a mutually beneficial relationship. There you go. Exactly. So um, this kind of goes back to health, but I said stay active and fit, but, you know, not for some dude, but because your health matters and the Mm -hmm. older you get, the harder it becomes to correct some of those poor health habits. I've been, like, on this weight loss journey, and, like, I'm 36, so my body's not, like, letting go of extra weight that easily anymore. It's like, we need this, and I'm like, no, we don't. (laughs) So, (laughs) like, the older you get, it's just really hard to break those habits, so it's best to kind of start them younger. So when you get Mm -hmm. older, it's already, like, your lifestyle. True. I agree with you. I'm, like, trying to work on my fitness. 
but I have like a lazy bone sometimes, so it's a struggle. But I'm I'm working on it. I am definitely working on it. Um, because I'm trying to live my best life and be cute. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, my next one is the importance of showing up for those that matter. Um, I think it's so crucial that you always show up for those you care about, especially those who who have always shown up for you. And if you give someone your word, do not renege on it. Like, I've made this mistake in my past of saying, like, oh, I'm going to do something, and I put it off um, to another day. And sometimes you, you miss those opportunities, you miss those connections. And once they're gone, you can't get them back sometimes, unfortunately. So, like, please don't renege on your word. If you tell somebody you're going to do something, do it. Always show up for those people that always show up for you and that have had your back continuously. Uh, I definitely agree. Like, in my younger years, when I was, like, in college and just out of college and dating, I definitely have to have some friends like check me because like we'll make plans, but some dude I like will be like, so you want to do this? And I would just like mm-hmm. bail on my friends. And they had to check me. They're like, yo, you can't keep bailing on us for these dudes. And the thing is, the fact of the matter is they were absolutely correct because I still have those same girlfriends and I don't know where those dudes are. So exactly. You definitely, somewhere you being know. And somewhere being dusty, <laughs> dressing some other girl out. Exactly. It's true. I think it's so important to have that, you know, especially with friendships, you know. Yeah, because your friends, your really good friends turn into family. So my number 12 is to get therapy. Just like you go to the doctor to make sure your physical health is in order, you definitely have to keep your mental health in order. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with getting therapy. And don't let anyone make you think that there is. Like we all have issues sometimes that we need to kind of talk out with somebody who won't have any bias because, you know, your friends and your family kind of know you. So it's like a good experience to have a a therapist who doesn't have any like background knowledge on you who can help you sort through some of uh, those ideas or things that you're going through and uh, in the words of my favorite host aka Jay-Z you can't heal what you don't reveal so I think it's like really important that you work through those things with somebody who's like a professional Um, my number 13 is Um, a hobby into another source of income like we all can see with everything that's been going on in the world now that you can't always rely on your employer to make sure that you have your livelihood and your income so I think it's really important that you find something that you like really love and turn it into a talent that you can turn into income we all have talents and you need to turn those talents into dollars you shouldn't give your employer complete control over your livelihood it's just the cost of living is going up and it's going to keep going up and you have to make sure that regardless of whoever you work for you still can take care of yourself and then my very very last one which is like one of my more important ones is don't win money you can't afford back look so many friendships and family relationships are destroyed over money do not give people coins that you need. Honestly, if you can't afford to just give it to them without expecting to get it back, I wouldn't do it at all. But I do understand that sometimes you do just want to help a friend or family member, but you need to make sure you get that agreement in writing. Like, you definitely need to make sure that you have some type of paper that says, look, I lent this person this amount of money on this day 
and I should expect to have it paid back by this day. I think that's something that's really important to do. My father's side of the family are known for suing each other over some money and it does not make for good family relationships. So I definitely think that's like something that's really important that you need to make sure you're going to do if you lend money, get it in writing. And that would be the last of my 15 things that I think you should know uh, within your 30s. And I definitely wish that I knew all of these things before I turned 30. Like I, I wish, I feel like I'll be like in a different place in life. Number 14 on my list is how to be a good friend and that you choose who you surround yourself with. Friendships are so important, but being a good friend is even more important. Be honest with your friends and always, 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 always remain true. Remember, you do not have to be friends with people you do not like. Matter of fact, you should not be friends with people you do not like. That is just weird and just unnecessary drama for no reason. Something that my mom told me, um from childhood even to this to today she tells me you know choose your friends don't let nobody choose you and at first I really didn't understand that but now when I look back I'm like that is so true you have to be so mindful of who you have around you because some people only want to be around you and want to be your friend and I put that in quotation marks because um what you can do for them and how you can benefit them so they're not really your friend and I learned that some people that I had you know I thought were my nearest and dearest cut me the deepest and hurt me the most and I'm like you're my friend and that's another thing that my mom told me not everybody is your friend you know you might have um you know you might have thought that these people were your friend and you know considered them um your friends and held, held them in high regard and they're like your worst enemies and that's what happened to me I've had people that I thought were like my nearest and dearest and they turned out to be my worst enemy so you just have to be really mindful who you consider friend um, and I'm putting emphasis on that friend label. And sometimes you have to categorize people like you're my friend, you're my associate. Sorry. I know who I like. I, you're tried and true. I know you're real. And I'm about you. I don't know. You're kind of questionable, but you just have to be mindful who you surround yourself with because having the wrong people around you can be to your detriment, can cause so many problems in your life. And you don't need that. You definitely do not need that. So you have to be so mindful about who you choose to surround yourself with. And my number 15 is to learn from the past and to let it go. And speaking as someone that sometimes has issues letting things go, uh, I'm working on it, but this is so important because we don't, we don't want anything from our past hindering us going forward. We don't, we don't wanna be holding on and harboring ill feelings or, or past hurts or ill intent towards anyone. We don't wanna do that because that's only gonna block our blessings and our positivity, so we don't want that. But it's so important for us to breathe it out and move forward, move on. Don't harbor on things that you cannot change or harbor on things that, you know, hurt you. You just have to find a way to let go of that hurt. Um, and I'm not saying to forget it because it's sometimes hard to forget things. And you don't want to forget what has happened because, you know, by not forgetting, you're knowing what you're not going to allow to happen to you going forward. So I just think it's so important that we do that. We move on. We breathe it out. We don't hold on to negative things or even negative people. Like, mm -mm, let that go. But this is so much fun. I am so thankful for Deirdre sharing her 15 things that she felt feels that women should know in her 30s. And I hope you guys enjoyed my 15 things as well. This has been such a fun episode. I hope you guys have been able to learn from, you know, our experiences and our mistakes. And, you know, you do better than us. Um, and I'm definitely going to apply some of the things that Deirdre shared because I'm like, I need that for my list. And that's the thing. Please note that no matter how old you get, you never stop learning. Um, 
every day that you wake up with breath in your body and breath in your lungs, you are able to learn and live and and thrive and do new things. You're you're not the mistakes that you made in the past. Um, you're, you're growing and you're learning and you're adapting, and you're maturing every day. So with age, it comes wisdom, it comes with maturity, it comes change. So don't think because you get a certain age that you can't try new things, or you can't do new things, or you can't, you know, make your life better. Please, please don't think that you can, you can, and you will. Um, I have to thank Deirdre again for sharing. Um, she's been such a blessing to my life and I'm so glad I like, I've met her and she's my friend, a real friend at that. But also she's like my big sister and I can go to her with any problems and she gives me the best advice. So I'm so thankful for her friendship and her sisterhood. Um, and hopefully, you know, you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have anything that you want to share or add to the list, please send me a voice message. There's a link that you can leave me a voice message. Um, you can also tell me how much you enjoy the show as well. That'd be great. But uh, no, um, hit me up. Follow me on Facebook at Diary of a Brooklyn Chick and also like me on Instagram at um, Diary of a Brooklyn Chick. Uh, and please rate us if, if rate, I'm saying us, but it's just me, but please rate my show, um, on whatever platform you use to listen to the podcast, like us, subscribe, rate me, review me, whatever you want to do, just do it. Um, but hopefully this episode has been a blessing to you. Um, and you guys can learn from what we shared with love, a Brooklyn chick.